Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, let's talk about the cost of owning and operating a car or a truck. It can cost a fortune here down. Now, think about it. Gas, insurance, repairs, parking. Maybe get a parking ticket now and then. Your your car loan, especially with rising interest rates. What if you lease the vehicle? That can cost a lot, too. What about depreciation? You ever hear that? When you drive a new car off of the lot, it immediately depreciates by a ton the moment you drive it off that lot if you buy a new car. Yeah, you got to factor that in, too. It can be very, very expensive. Now, here is the question. Is it worth it? Brand new report just out from Rate Hub. Just been taking a look at this. It breaks down a lot of these costs. Breaks it down by Statistics Canada data and looks at the average household cost for running a vehicle in Canada. Now, if you look at a typical household budget, shelter and housing is the largest expense typically at over 30%. But transportation, including a car or truck, is right up there, very, very high. Got Sonder and Fanaretta standing by to discuss. First, have a listen to this. This is Ethan Tufts, very popular on YouTube. He runs an automobile channel on there called Hello Road, and here he is breaking down the cost of car ownership. Have a listen. For those with good credit, including the cost of financing, you'll end up paying 65 grand for that $48,000 car, over 13 grand in interest. And if you have bad credit, a $48,000 loan with fees, taxes, and interest could cost you $88,000, 36 grand of that being interest. The average monthly payment for a car has ballooned to $712 a month. The one thing that I find fascinating about all this is that cars are a household's second largest expense for something that spends 96% of its time parked. (laughs) Okay, think about that now, how much you spend for your vehicle and how much time it's actually moving on the road. Yeah, most of the time it's in park for sure. Of course, a lot of people, you know, we need the vehicle, right? It's not like you can start taking public transit every single day. For for some people, that's fine, but not for everybody. Let's discuss it now with my guest, Sonderin Fanaretta. Sonderin is an auto industry analyst. You should follow him on TikTok. He's very popular on there. Cars with Sonderin. Over 400,000 likes on TikTok. Sonderin, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Mike. Okay, I appreciate it a lot. So when we take a look at this report, this report from Rate Hub is very interesting when it runs down all these costs because this really starts to add up after a while. When you start thinking about parking, maintenance, repairs, fees, insurance, gas, I mean, man, it, you think about it, it really is expensive, isn't it? Yeah, my, well, it's the story across all of Canada for everything. Everything's just getting so expensive and it's never been more expensive to buy a vehicle. As you mentioned, rising interest rates. We had, we're a point where used cars were not depreciating as much, but now we have a double whammy. Rising interest rates, making these car payments balloon out of control. And then finally, depreciation. We're seeing these internal combustion engine and electric cars starting to depreciate now. Now you're hit with a double whammy in terms of the overall cost. So there's a lot to unpack here, but it's never been more expensive to purchase a vehicle. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the depreciation. I remember there was 
there was a time in my life I did buy a new vehicle. Once we, when my kids were little, we bought a brand new minivan. We bought a Honda Odyssey, and I remember driving that thing off the lot. We bought it brand new, and you just try to blank out of your mind how much you've paid for this thing, or or the depreciation. How much does a, a new vehicle depreciate the moment you drive it off the the showroom lot? So. Typically, I, I was raised with thinking 20%. The moment you know you get off that lot, you're taking a 20% hit right away. What we yeah. saw in the last two to three years, some people, Mike, were buying vehicles because the demand was so high, supply was outstripped. They were actually up 20% on their vehicles, and they sold it a year later, which was insane. Oh, and that's wow. what caused this fever for a little bit in terms of you know what people expected from their vehicle purchase. But that's dramatically shifted over the last year as interest rates rise. Finally, demand of new cars started to fall. And now we're actually seeing depreciation on vehicles. Normal life has set in. And so now Canadians are faced with rising costs across the board with insurance, with car payments, with maintenance, with so many factors. Uh, it's, it's never been more expensive, Mike. Yeah, for sure. So maintenance, talk a little bit about that. So maintenance, repairs, uh, you've got to, that, that can be pricey. What about for an electric vehicle? Someone told me once that you're better off with an EV, that they're cheaper to maintain. Is that true? So it, an EV can be cheaper to maintain, absolutely, but you're paying the premium of an EV up front, right? And then there's the investments to, let's say you need a level two charger at home. So there's still a bunch around that. And then, you know, in terms of how the longevity of an EV, that's still a question mark for many. I think we discussed in your show previously. You know, yeah. that's another potential cost that's not necessarily factored in the battery degradation over, you know, seven to eight years versus an internal combustion vehicle. It's okay. it's quite complicated. But again, for EVs or internal combustion, it's very expensive today. Okay, speaking of internal combustion, Sandra, and so gas prices, of course, that always really burns us, especially here in British Columbia, highest gas prices in the country here. Uh, what about that? Are a lot of, in your estimation and your experience here recently, are a lot of people now taking a look at the EV option there because of the price of gas? Yeah, I think it really again depends on what are you using it for, right? I think for somebody that, as you mentioned, if they're spend their car is spending ninety seven percent of the time in the garage and they have short trips, maybe EV is a more viable option. But um, I always refer to this: maybe if you're using your vehicle for work, potentially. You know, the Ford F-150 Lightning, which I absolutely love, the full EV uh, pickup truck from Ford. They just dropped production by 50% because demand is falling significantly. So yeah. it, we're again seeing the, the, it depends really on the buyer. What are you buying this vehicle for? And then deciding which one to go. But either way, both options are more expensive. You know, if I, if I live somewhere downtown, Mike, I might just get an electric scooter and call it a day. Okay, how about parking? I mean, that really depends where you live, where you work, right? I mean, if you're if you're in a big city, you got to park downtown or something. That can really burn you for parking every month. But maybe you get, you know, hopefully you get somewhere to park for free. But typically, parking—that's another one you got to consider, right? That is, and I don't know if you noticed in Toronto, they just came out with some news: statutory holidays are no longer free. So oh, not right. only is parking becoming more expensive the holidays no longer count and we all know we play that game when you go park somewhere you're decoding multiple signs to figure out if you actually can park there and then most often than not you get a massive ticket for something that yeah. you failed to solve in terms of a game <laughs> okay auto insurance another one you got to factor in in there in british columbia here now we have no fault public publicly administered auto insurance i mean we could do a whole show on that it's typically cheaper, so auto insurance rates have 
gone down the last couple of years in BC typically because of no fault. But if you suffer, God forbid, some terrible accident or an injury, I've heard of a lot of people who don't like no fault. Yeah, so a lot of this starts to add up. If we go back to the depreciation issue for, for a minute, Sondra, and we talked about how much a, a car depreciates, a new car, when you drive it off the lot, um, and people are looking at financing a new car, somebody told me once that if you're looking at a new vehicle, you should always buy that vehicle, never lease that vehicle, because the lease is a is a bad deal. What, what do you tell people when they ask you for advice on that? Is it, for some people, is it is it okay to lease a, a vehicle? Yeah, that's a great question, Mike. It really depends on what you're looking for. Do you want to switch vehicles every three years, get into the latest and greatest? Go for a lease. Yeah. If you're looking to buy this car for a longer term, keeping it for what you need it, I would say go ahead and buy it. Um, but even for me, I'm just going to share this example on the interest rate costs and how it's affecting these purchases and ballooning prices on your monthly payment. I shared with you the story, $70,000 SUV at 7.9% interest. My monthly payment was $1,200. $450 of that was interest in the beginning of the amortization schedule. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, these car payments are going up. They're going up a lot, especially with those interest rates right now. All right, here's what I want to do. Take a break right now. Come back with more. My guest is Sondran Fanaretta. He's an auto industry analyst. Follow him on TikTok. He does awesome work on there. Cars with Sondran on TikTok is his handle there. And we're talking about the cost to own and operate a car or truck. Is it really worth it? Now, open the phone lines on this now. Phone me and tell me. Do you think you're getting good value out of your vehicle? For a lot of people, it's no option. But you've got to have a car. You've got to have a truck for your life. Phone me and tell me if you're in that category. And how are you managing these costs? Do you find the costs are going up? Have you ever purchased a brand new vehicle? Did you think about buying or leasing? Let me know about that. Are you happy with the no-fault insurance regime we've got in British Columbia right now? Call me on that. The insurance costs have typically gone down the last couple of years but man if you're injured it could be a different story if you thought about switching to an ev 